excited to introduce uh, this trio that I have with me today. Um, it is the crew and family of Hellbender. We have John, Zelda, and Toby. How are you guys today? Wonderful. So good. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Um, you guys actually did another film, uh, The Deeper You Dig, right? Was yes. that your first go around together of doing a film or have you been doing this for a while? <laughs> We've been doing it for a while. That um, Hellbender is our seventh feature together. Oh, wow. Seven. Yeah, we, we started when Zelda, who's 17 now, was six. And our older girl, Lulu, we love the word Lou, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and was, she always says, skip to my Lou. <laughs> I'm going to skip to my Lou. So we're at the right place today. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we, uh, yeah, she was 11. So the, uh, we've been doing it for a while. Wow. So how did you guys get involved in doing it? We, um, Toby has always been an actress and as she hit 40, she noticed roles kind of uh, drying up and she wasn't getting as much attention. And I had just done a reality show. And one of the things that I, we were living in LA at the time. One of the things I really noticed was that the production side of it looked just so fun. And so we decided, hey, let's try to produce our own movie. And Toby wrote a script for it and we, actually lived in an old RV and drove around the country and made a movie. And the girls wanted to be actresses at the time. So it was like all of us were just having fun together and it was a great learning experience. That's awesome. What reality show did you do? Um, it was something called Rock and Roll Acid Test <laughs> on uh, the Fuse channel. And it was basically like Mythbusters meets Jackass meets, um, what's that science show? No, yeah, Mythbusters meets Jackass, and you can kind of guess who was the Jackass. I think that's so fun. Um, no, I actually want to tell you guys, um, I was so happy when uh, Kayla emailed me and was like, hey, we're doing another press go around. Uh, Hellbender was the number one movie that um, next to King Knight that I wanted to see um, on uh, for Fantasia. 
um, the time frame, the time slot that it was in uh, for the two days, um, I had prior commitments, um, like family stuff, and I, I missed it. And I was so devastated. I was just like, the one movie. Ah. And so when she messaged me that, uh, you know, you guys were doing extra press for it, I got so excited and I'm so happy because I think people are going to absolutely love this film. Um, I think that uh, last year I, I covered Fantasia as well and I watched The Dark and the Wicked. And I think that this is this year's uh, dark and the wicked. I think it was truly amazing. Um, the, the music throughout, uh, your guys' chemistry, obviously your family, but, um, like it's unmatched. It really is. It was incredible. Wow. Wow. Thank you. We love the dark and the wicked. So if we can sit in the same spot as that, what a massive compliment. Oh man. It was uh, like, it was intense. Um, you know, it, like Zelda, girl. <laughs> um, you are incredible. You really, truly are. Like, I think you're a star, honestly. I, you, you all are, but yeah. <laughs> like That just made my heart so happy. Thank you so much for those words. Wow. And I think a lot of girls like around your age are probably going to relate to this. It is a coming of age tell. How did the story come about for Hellbender? There were a, th a couple of things going on. Well, first we had our, a band, our band Hellbender, which is Hellbender with the sixes for ease. And that was going on for a while. And um, we were making some videos that they were always very moody and witchy. And we loved ex exploring that, that visually. And then we thought, well, we gotta make something about a real Hellbender. What the hell is a Hellbender? And we started uh, doing some research and we thought we'd come up with our own mythology about these entities. So that's one reason why, how we got into it. And then <laughs> other, the other reason is uh, I found out two years ago that I was donor conceived. So my father who had passed away a while ago was not my biological father, but it, you, it brings up a lot of questions, you know, right. at 50 years of age, like, well, who the hell is my dad? And what if he's, you know, the devil? And so, <laughs> you know, we just took that ball and started running with it and it was fun. Yeah, no, uh, I think the story, it's unique and, you know, your guys' relationship, uh, there's just one moment in the film, um, you know, after you guys eat, uh, I want to say, is it the worms or was it the maggots, the maggots, the maggots, yeah, um, that scene with you guys in the woods and, uh, like, I was like, holy crap, this is going to be lasting imagery for probably, I, I don't know if another scene is going to top that moment. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it was brutal. <laughs> um, but yeah. beautiful at the same time, um, you know, and I, I really liked the bond that you guys had and, you know, I don't want to give like too many spoilers away because I really just want people to, um, you know, enjoy this movie like on their own and you know have their own journey with it um what was your favorite part about filming oh wow that's a great question no one's asked that yet um my favorite part about filming was when we were doing the dream sequences because those were actually shot all around america because you know we during covid um i was all remote for school so we decided to just travel around and film in all these beautiful places and get some uh, great visuals for the dreams. And when we would see a beautiful mountain, we'd climb to the top of it and it would be super misty and we'd bring our flowy clothes. And it was always just such a fun experience getting to shoot in these beautiful mystical places. Yeah, the locations were cool. Very cool. Uh, thank you. 
My favorite was shooting Toby making a totem in the woods. I loved shooting that scene. Um, I loved it because there was the there's all these mushrooms and all these things and the woods themselves that day we were in the northwest. I remember when I set up the camera and saw Toby sitting there. I was like, oh wow, it just looked so wonderful. So for me, that was my favorite scene to shoot. I really loved getting the chance to work with our older girl Lulu again because she was off at college, <laughs> and since we were traveling around, we got to shoot with her in the Pacific Northwest socially distanced, which was kind of weird, you know, but, uh, but we got through it. And for me, just working with Sunny Lulu, again, was, you know, as a mother and as a director, it was just, oh, I'm so happy we're all together. Now, you guys filmed this during the pandemic then? Yes. Now, did you write it for, um, like, during, or did you already have this idea in your mind prior once we finished The Deeper You Dig, um, we wanted to get rolling on our next film, but we had this idea that we kind of wanted to have a bigger production, you know, hire more people, maybe have a little bit of a bigger budget. And uh, we wanted to tell a coming of age story and we were gonna have like uh, a love interest for Izzy and like shoot in a school. And then COVID came around and we were like, yeah, that's not happening. That's, we're not gonna shoot in a school. And I'm so happy that that kind of put us back in our place because we ended up sticking to our roots, keeping it a small production. And I'm just so happy with how that turned out. Um, so yeah, it was, it was kind of perfect with COVID because it was just us. So you mentioned that you did a, it socially distance uh, with the, um, your other daughter, uh, she played Amber, right? Um, mm -hmm. um, now that scene where you're coming out of the woods and she's at the pool, um, was that, what you mean by the socially distance where you're like in the woods and she's just, you're, she's like, well, why are you all the way over there? Yeah. And we, and you can tell, and then I think at one point then Lula was vaccinated. You can tell sort of how, where we were in the process of vaccination by how, how, how much closer we got to each other. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the, the close before that, we would kind of hold our breath if we had to get near her, but you know, but it was a little crazy. But there's even a line that is put in there as kind of a kind of all a right. joke, but was true where Lulu says, oh, well, Zelda says, I can't get close to people. And Lulu's like, yeah, none of us can. And it was just <laughs> kind of like that was an off the cuff that was really funny, but it was just so perfectly symbolic of where the world was at the moment. And I think it's great that you guys, you know, made this during that time. I think that a lot of the art that has come out of um, the pandemic is truly something special. And I think your guys' movie really emulates that. Um, now, did you guys ever like get um, like you had a lot? It was it was kind of gory at times. So um, can you guys talk about some of the gore in this? <laughs> we love gore, first of all, yeah. and we're always trying to come up with a reason to have more gore. <laughs> and when you're married to someone like John, he's like, he just, he has a radar for roadkill like nobody else. <laughs> I mean, the same thing in the, our last film, The Deep You Dig, our freezer at any moment could be filled with so much dead, frozen, like roadkill. Oh my God. And and we were in the Pacific Northwest, and I think a scene, I don't want to give it away, but a scene that has some very uh, anatomical gore. Oh, yeah. John found this. Um, well, go ahead. Well, that was really funny. Uh, yeah, I won't give it away, but 
I had found something that I could make look like a, well, I'm kind of going to give it away, look like a human torso. And I had chocolate sauce and strawberry sauce and seaweed, and I was doing it all together, and it looked really cool. And this man came by walking his dog, and he looked at me, and he's like, aren't you a little old for this? (laughs) (laughs) Aw. (laughs) If you think you're too old to play rock and roll, you are. No, no, never. <laughs> now, do you guys, um, did you have like the, I, I don't want to do spoilers, but I do want to ask um, now the ending of the film, was that something that you knew from the beginning? That's how you were going to end it? Or did you start with the um, the script and then come to the conclusion that was how it was going to end? Uh, we did not know how it was going to end. Actually, we, we shot that scene last and we tried multiple different lines in that scene. And once we said that line, like once it came out of the mouth, we were like, yeah, this is how it has to end. Like we just felt it. And like once we, right after we put that um, clip into the editing software and we saw it on the screen and we were like, yeah, this is how our movie's ending. So it really just clicked, but we had no idea that it was gonna end that way. That's awesome. Like I, you know, I think it's really cool. Like I said, during the pandemic or whatever, that you guys were able to do this. What was the biggest challenge in making the film? For me, the biggest challenge was when it was over because it was such a pleasure to shoot with these two and Lulu. It was a magic. The world was having a hard time but somehow we were lucky enough to have this wonderfully magic year. And I remember when I finally realized that it was over, it was like, that was the hardest part of it. I second that. Yeah. It's always cold when you're shooting in snow. (laughs) And uh, of course we had to shoot, you know, that as seen in the snow with blood because blood and snow are a great marriage. Um, So that's challenging the moment you're lying in it, but then you're forever grateful that you did it. Now, did the script come a little bit easier and your character playing because, you know, you are real life mother daughter? Yeah, for sure. I really do think so. Um, And a lot of like what you're seeing is like just like super like natural coming out of the mouth and just like improvisation, us just being us. I agree. I think sometimes if we if we write something down, like especially words that come out of Zelda's mouth, like if we the parents write them and then she says them, you quickly realize like, oh, my God, that totally does not sound like Zelda talking to Toby. So, you know, a lot of stuff is fixed if we have written it. A lot of things we write get fixed by um, Zelda's natural dialogue. Well, let's talk about the music, guys. So it is a real life band that you said. Um, now, the songs in this film specifically, uh, were they written for this movie or were these songs that you had already had? Only one song was not written for the movie, but it had been written years ago. And I didn't understand why I had written that song years ago. And then it became apparent why I had written that song when it fit right into our movie. And it was the song called Armageddon. And the line is, I get my peace in Armageddon. But everything else was written for the the movie. And we all sit around and, um, you know, we, we talk a lot about music and we wanted to have a cool rocking soundtrack for this. So we definitely set out hopefully to make the music add a lot of fun 
and like a cool fuzzy rock and roll punk rock vibe. Like I, I, I think everything works so well in this. And again, I think um, it's definitely the best indie horror film that I've seen this year. Um, oh, you know, I, I really truly believe I posted on my Facebook wall today because um, I haven't, you know, posted your guys' interview or my review of the film yet. But I did say that I think it is going to make a lot of people's best of list this year. Um, and you know, I also want to congratulate you guys for being picked up on Shutter. Thank you. That's amazing. Like, I'm so excited that it's getting brought to the masses. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It just, uh, yeah. No, just that. Thanks for saying that. And we are still trying to process that that's happened to us because we love Shutter. So when that came through, Yellow Veil, can you explain what Yellow Veil? Yeah, you know, we, um, we, we got with Yellow Veil feeling like they would just be the great fit for us and we could not be happier. And then they um, procured the the shutter acquisition and it just it just felt so natural i mean we love we shutter is just the diversity of their films and the playfulness and the awesomeness and the depth of of and the viewers too you know yeah. they have great viewers on, on shutter so it was just like we're I think we're still pinching ourselves and quite haven't found the words yet to describe how phenomenally jazz we are and it's really fun because both yellow veil and now shutter realize we're just a family of three so they talk to us like what we are we're not that's all we are and and they're talking to us like that and that means everything to us no i love it your guys is you know i love your aesthetic i love you know that you do the music you guys are like triple threats over here <laughs> i mean you do it all it, it's truly amazing and I, so when was it that you first started filming and then when was the last so from writing to um end Pin to paper, I guess, or pin to final frame. It was one year and we filmed the hanging scene. It's right in the beginning of the movie first. And then. And that was three days before the lockdown. So we got really wow. lucky with that. We really kind of hustled to get that in there. Yeah. And then it, it, it was it was a year and, so, and seven months of that at least were spent when we were traveling around on the road. Awesome. Now I ask everybody um, that comes on the show, um, I'm trying to like format it differently. Uh, the hardest question, it's always this one. Um, what is your favorite horror movie? Um, but I'm going to rephrase it a little bit. I want you to give me your favorite horror film and then I want you to recommend a horror film. Ooh. I'll start. I, I'm a total fan of The Witch. I just can't stop watching The Witch. Um, and then I also recommend something on the total other end of the spectrum. I love Basket Case. I just love that film. It is so weird and it is so gritty. It is so New York in that <laughs> wonderful era. And it's seedy. I just love that film. My favorite horror film is Parasite. But if I had to recommend one, it would be Midsommar. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've probably <laughs> seen it. But I've never seen an entire horror movie shot in broad daylight like that. So Midsommar. Yeah, right. Today, I'm going to go with The Thing because I've been thinking about The Thing. That's my favorite movie. I love the isolation and I love the coldness and I love the brutal effects in it. But as a recommendation, I'm going to go with a black and white movie called Toby's going to know what I'm thinking. Night of the Hunter. Night of the Hunter. Yes. <laughs> 
I, I haven't seen that. I have seen Midsummer. I do own Basket Case, but I haven't seen it. So um, I'm okay, we got two recommendations for you then. You yeah. all set up. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. And now, do you have anything else that you're working on? We do. Are you allowed to talk about it or no? Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're developing our next idea. It's going to be a timepiece taking place in the 1930s about a traveling gangster family that does some killing and some robbing. And, <laughs> but something terrible happens to the parents and the daughter's left to pick up the pieces. So she has to make a deal with the devil or with some dark magic. And that never goes well. So I yeah. love that. I'm excited to check that out. Um, now, where can uh, the listeners follow you guys or find out about your upcoming projects? Oh, thanks for asking. Well, our website is wonderwheelproductions.com, wonderwheelproductions.com. And so all of our films are on there and, and um, can you can see the platforms they're on. And then, yeah, the deeper you dig, the one before Hellbender is on a lot of platforms. Um, but, but you, you can find the details. Yeah, and social media wise, we post mostly um, on our Instagram, Adams underscore family underscore films. And our music for in Hellbender can also be found on Spotify and Apple Music um, at Hellbender, but all the E's are sixes. <laughs> nice. Um, well, I appreciate you guys, um, you know, coming on to talk with me. I think your film is hauntingly beautiful. Um, I, I really do. I, again, like I can't give you guys enough credit. Um, I, I think you guys are going to do very well, especially when it hits shutter. <laughs> Thank you so Lacey very, Lou. very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. You, <laughs> you, do. you too. Thanks. Come back Bye. and talk with me sometime. <laughs> <We will. laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Bye.